I'm sorry. Yes, the reason you ha- you are blind and the reason you are deaf and the reason that you have these uh, abnormalities and uh, the reason why you're in a wheelchair is because we decided not to vaccinate you. Hello and welcome to A Doctor's View, a podcast looking at everyday health topics and life through a doctor's eyes. Please note that all opinions are my own and should not replace the advice given to you by your own doctor. I'm Dr. Bolivios. Let's begin. Hello, in this episode, I'm going to be discussing the vaccination and autism controversy. So this has been a movement or a a controversy that's been going around for some time now. And I'm going to explain the reasons why it started and also the dangers in which it uh, brings to our new generations and also our current um, population at present. So I'm going to discuss what the importance of the MMR vaccine is and what the MMR vaccine is as well as its schedule and the risks of not vaccinating your children and some of the uh, health implications it can have. So to start with, what is the MMR vaccine? Well, it is a single injection that protects against measles, mumps and rubella. A full course needs to be two doses and the typical schedule would be that the first injection is given to babies as part of their routine vaccination schedule, usually within a month of their first birthday. The second injection is usually before starting school at around three years, four months. And there are some variations to this. So, for example, babies can have it from six months old if they have been exposed to measles or if there uh, is is a current measles outbreak. And there's also some other variations, which I won't go into, uh, but they are on the NHS website if you you want to look them up. So why is it important that we vaccinate our children against measles, mumps and rubella? So all of these diseases have uh, can have very, very severe um, health implications and, and severe complications as well. So if measles, for example, this can cause ear infections, can cause respiratory problems, can, can cause seizures, and it can cause meningitis. So in some cases, measles can cause death and you can develop a fatal degenerative brain condition uh, within eight, uh, eight years of getting measles. Mumps can cause deafness and um, sometimes it can involve a partial recovery, uh, sometimes a complete recovery. And you can get swollen, painful testicles. You can get miscarriages in pregnant women and also meningitis as well. Rubella, again, this can cause inflammation to the brain, can affect your blood clotting. It can affect pregnant women. It can cause miscarriage, can cause major health problems for their babies, such as blindness, deafness, heart problems, brain damage. You can develop what's called congenital rubella syndrome. Um, and there are there are cases where babies have been born both blind and deaf as well. So these are very, very serious complications um, and not something to be taken lightly. Given all of these complications that I've just discussed, and there are more, you'd have thought it would be absolutely by the by that everyone would vaccinate their children. Surely you'd want to protect them against these awful, awful complications that these very, very um, severe diseases can have. Well, as it turns out, no, that is not the case. So there has been this anti-vax movement that has gained quite a lot of traction 
through social media, through Facebook, through Twitter, through uh, even WhatsApp. And these are a group of people that are proclaiming, uh, based on a paper which I'll discuss in a moment, that vaccines are bad for you. They cause autism along with other things. And this is complete and utter rubbish. Absolute rubbish. And I'm going to explain why. So this whole thing started off in 1998 by a gastroenterologist called Andrew Wakefield. And this was a chap who created a, uh, or conducted a study, and I use that term loosely, conducted a study that established a link between vaccinating your children and developing autism. This study was then taken at face value by certain tabloids. It was broadcast uh, very publicly and no one ever, ever actually looked into the evidence or the paper at the time. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to explain uh, what actually happened. So what wasn't explained was that this paper was done with uh, financial gain in mind. Andrew Wakefield was approached by lawyers who funded this study, and these lawyers had been engaged by parents uh, who who had children with autism, who wanted to sue the drug companies, believing that there was uh, a re- they were the responsible um, people behind their child developing autism. Never mind the fact that autism is likely to be detected at the same time, around the same age that these people, these kids would develop, would have been given the vaccine. But anyway, so you had a group of parents who wanted to sue the drug companies and, and um, were engaged by these lawyers and they needed some ground in order to do so. They then approached Andrew Wakefield and essentially paid huge, huge amounts of money to allow him to conduct this study, again, a loose term, to prove, essentially, that vaccines cause autism. The The findings of this study, you know, the, the study sample was 12. 12. This, in scientific terms, is absolutely ludicrous as a study sample for something especially so so important you cannot form quality data um, using a study sample so small it is not a randomized control trial which is the gold standard it was simply the pick the study subjects were picked and chosen and essentially the data was molded to fit the end game, which was to prove that vaccines cause autism. This man has, this despicable man, I should say, has since been struck off. Uh, His study has been retracted. And unfortunately, the devastating effects that this this pseudo-study has had is uh, still going on and we, we're still having the repercussions of this. So for example, in, in it's, it's just in the first three months of this year, 2019, there's been a 300% rise in the case of measles, um, according, uh, global cases in measles, according to the WHO. And even in 2017, this has caused 110,000 deaths. This is not, these are not insignificant numbers. Um, and Unfortunately, there is still 
this uh, anti-vax movement that is going ahead and still scaremongering parents who are who are whether they realize it or not are doing the wrong thing to actively choose to not vaccinate your children against these very severe diseases is nothing short of child abuse it's absolutely criminal i i can't see how you can look at it in any other way this is my opinion of course but it's it just beggars belief really um and since then there have been so many studies that have had to uh, rectify this the damage that has been caused by this absolute farce of a paper by this despicable man who did nothing more than just earn a, a pretty penny from from falsifying research and from concluding wrong conclusions from nothing really um when you when you read his study and for example there i'll give you some some examples of studies that have been done since so there was one in in 2014 and this was a meta-analysis so what it did was it looked at um it it summarized all the available evidence at the time from case control cohort studies um in in a number of different journals and it took all the data from all these studies and collated them to make it uh, for one of a summary of of the evidence and the highlights of this paper were that in 1.25 million cases, this is versus Andrew Wakefield's 12, okay, 1.25 million, the highlights were there was no relationship between vaccination and autism, there was no relationship between vaccination and ASD, that's autistic spectrum disorder, there was no relationship between autism or ASD and MMR, there was no relationship between autism, ASD, and thi- uh, thimerosal, which is um, something they're saying is, is contained within the vaccine, vaccines. There was no relationship between autism and ASD and mercury, another thing that um, anti-vaxxers love to throw in. So the findings of this meta-analysis suggest that vaccinations are not associated with the development of autism or autism spectrum disorder. And that was in 1.25 million cases analysed. Now, most recently, uh, earlier this year, so it's a 2019 study, there was, um, and this one is, is a bit more, um, more well-known, this is a, um, a Danish study, and this involved over half a million children, um, 650,000 Danish children, and they were on average around eight years old. And like I say, this was in twenty this was in twenty nineteen. The basic results of this study was that from a total of six hundred and fifty-seven thousand four hundred and sixty-one children, a total of six thousand five hundred and seventeen children developed autism. That's a rate of around one in a hundred. So what that means is the results were similar when grouping children according to their age, whether or not they had received childhood vaccinations. So there was no increased risk in developing autism if you had received your MMR vaccine. The results were the same. The risk ratio was the same. They go on to say that even if you look at the subgroups, um, so boys more commonly get autism than girls, 
when looking at subgroups of boys with siblings with autism and other high-risk factors for autism, the researchers still found there was no link with the MMR vaccine. So the researchers concluded that the study strongly supports that the MMR vaccine does not increase risk of autism, it does not trigger autism in susceptible children, and is not associated with clustering of autism cases after vaccination. That was a study of over 600,000 children. Again, comparing that to Andrew Wakefield's 12 of a study of financial gain. It is absolutely ludicrous to think that this study actually had any purpose for grounds in, in in the beginning. And the repercussions of which, like I say, we are still dealing with today. I've heard so many different uh, things, actually, even by uh, by um, uh, pe- pe- uh, by patients saying things like, "Well, if, if, why they need vaccinations? It, it, they'll they'll fight it off with their own immunity." We didn't have vaccinations before. It's like, yes, we didn't have vaccinations before, and people died from this. People developed huge problems with this. They developed complications, including deafness, blindness, encephalitis, meningitis. All these things they occurred, and they actually had to live with these conditions and in some cases it caused miscarriage in some cases it caused birth defects all these things that you then have to explain to your child later on in life god forbid that they were to uh, develop them i'm sorry yes the reason you ha- you are blind and the reason you are deaf and the reason that you have these uh, abnormalities and uh, the reason why you're in a wheelchair is because we decided not to vaccinate you how can you possibly explain that as a responsible parent how it's child abuse, absolute child abuse. To think that you can take a tabloid headline on such a flawed study and conclude that this is um, this is the safe thing to do, and it's re- and even worse than this are the anti-vaxxers who are campaigning, uh, actively campaigning on social media platforms and in some cases even, even, they go to even further extents I read a report I can't say how accurate it is but it seems to be pretty plausible and there was photographic evidence of this um, read a report that someone uh, a child had ordered a, or a, a children's book was ordered um, from an online retailer it arrived and inside was an anti-vax leaflet and if you go into this extent to to portray this false and um and self-righteous message which is incorrect and putting people's lives at risks and i've also heard the argument of well if everyone's getting vaccinated why do i need to do it i'll be protected it doesn't work like that in order to provide what's called herd immunity so uh, the number of people needed to say that we are now immune to this this disease or this this uh, condition you need to require a ninety-five percent, um, a ninety-five percent cohort of people being being vaccinated, and the reason we do this is because it's protecting the people that cannot be vaccinated. It's protecting the auto, uh, the immune deficient. It's protecting the pregnant women who cannot receive vaccines. It's about protecting the vulnerable. We don't tolerate much as a society when it comes to our children um, thinking about it. We wouldn't tolerate it if we saw a child being given cigarettes. We wouldn't tolerate it if we saw a child being given alcohol. Yet 
we do seem to tolerate it when um when we see a child being denied a basic cheap and on the NHS free vaccination that can potentially save their lives it's uh i find this quite astonishing we need to stand up to these groups this ideology that we can get away with allowing nature to take its course and allowing um allowing our own bodies to to do things that we history shows us and in some cases now even the present is showing us we cannot do our bodies are wonderful magical things they do things that are so complicated it's it's incomprehensible at times but we now have the medicine we now have the technology we now have the research to be able to protect ourselves from the most dangerous conditions the um the things that can provide huge complications uh, to our to our children and to our current uh, current cohort now and we're not taking it based on awful evidence in the past we're talking about a paper from 1998 and despite all the evidence all the studies the millions of of study samples we're still um we're still listening to people who are talking nonsense with no science at all or at least no accurate science to back up their claims and despite all the irrefutable evidence we have in front of us it's available for anyone to access you can go and read these papers to show that there is no link between vaccinations and autism these studies have been done at at huge costs at huge time huge levels of research and despite this we still have not got the message through even to these um, anti-vax campaigners who just keep going on and on about all the dangers of vaccinating your your children with, like I say, no evidence whatsoever, other than to cause, I don't know what the, I, I don't understand actually. I, I I was hoping to come up with some form of explanation. I think that they just live in a, a different world where they think this ideological society is gonna um, gonna exist. It just wake up, grow up. It's not going to happen. Thankfully, I believe that there are some um, uh, some some platforms that are now uh, social media platforms that is that are now um, doing their best to try and ban these these anti-vax adverts. I think YouTube's banned um, banned any anti-vax adverts, and uh, I think Facebook's been recently under pressure to uh, stop allowing these uh, anti-vax campaign movements to go on to people's timelines. Uh, messages are still you know, have been appearing in in WhatsApp. I've read that recently. Um, so there is this uh, there is this drive, at least, or, or people are the companies are being put under pressure to try and um, eliminate this uh, this false news or this this false data, which is a good thing. But unless we take responsibility ourselves to not be swayed by these false arguments and um, these bunch of idiots we we won't win or they they will continue to gain traction so i leave it up to you uh the evidence is out there for everyone to see um there's nothing that is made up it is all there it's irrefutable there is like i say uh according to the evidence no link between autism 
and the MMR vaccine, even if you are a high risk of autism. Um, and that's it. There, there is no excuse, really, not, not to vaccinate your children. So please, I implore you, do the responsible thing. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Dr. Bolivios. If you do have any topics that you'd like me to discuss and research, then please feel free to email me uh, in the description of this podcast. And as always, take care of yourselves and look forward to joining you again next time. Goodbye.